Wake Up World. You are now tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, and I'm your host, Devon Pouncey, here at the Pac West in downtown Portland. And uh, it's the home of 1029 and 750 The Game, which is also the home of the Justin and Devon radio show. But Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to noon, definitely got to throw that in there from time to time. So, you know, we I, I know y'all like coming here and listening to the podcast, and we appreciate all the support that we've been getting up to this point and we will not take our foot off the gas no time soon but sometimes you got to self promo cross promo it's still me still what i got going on so had to do that but make sure you do subscribe to this podcast the wake up and win podcast with devon pouncey on itunes um like we said last week or been saying the last couple weeks if you're uh, not up to speed with this Apple game. Hey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not going to disrespect Androids and other phones, yeah, but, but if, if you ain't you, got an Apple, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, if you're not there, don't worry about it, though, because we'll take care of you because we are on SoundCloud as well. So you you won't be missing anything. You'll get the same same podcast, same results. We, we, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. It's the same deal, same situation. Even if you do got a... Some people have Apple phones, but just don't really know about the podcast app on their phone. I, I honestly, until we started our podcast, yeah, I didn't really know about the app either. And that's and that's one thing I notice. I always tell people because people ask me all the time, like, "So what's up with podcasts?" Like, podcast is still such a new on the rise industry that sometimes people don't even realize that if you got an iPhone, more than likely that podcast app came on your phone on your home screen or it's just programmed on it. it's programmed on it you can search in your applications and just type in podcast and literally the app will pop up and that's where you search wake up and win if if you're not used to that you can still go to your itunes store as well right because more people it seems to me that more people obviously know about their itunes store rather than just the simple podcast app which is the same thing so yeah be sure to just search in your apps if you oh, if you type up type in wake up in it's gonna pop up wake up yeah, wake, wake up in and, and you put the n word it'll pop up the really it'll pop up by itself wow yeah that's crazy that's crazy but yeah like I said the the podcast app is there on your phone so I I don't know if nobody's put y'all on game I think we were kind of promoting that earlier on when we first started the podcast and we kind of went away from it but. It's still a lot of people out there that's hearing about this podcast industry and hearing about this podcast world, but just don't really know what's going on and just haven't really gotten into it to the magnitude that they probably should or probably would even like to. So, yeah, just searching your apps. You can search on your home screen a little just searching your apps it's already there programmed in, in the phone just type in podcast and once you go to that application you'd search wake up and win with devon pouncey like i said if itunes is easier for you go there search wake up and win with devon pouncey either way it's still going to be free so there's absolutely no reason that you shouldn't be subscribed to this podcast right no now. reason no excuses we're not taking them yeah yeah because it's, it's too easy it's too accessible and it doesn't cost and I know some people is cheap out there, and you know I feel it. <laughs> Times hate. is hard from time to time. I ain't hating. I ain't mad. That's why you know it's free. So you really cannot. You have no reason not to be tuning in to us weekly because we do release these podcasts weekly as well on Thursdays. Usually on Thursdays, maybe sometimes Fridays, but usually we try to stay pretty consistent at releasing them on thirds on Thursdays because we all know consistency is key in this life but um on another note 
we got a we got a lot going on in the culture right now. A lot. Too. You know, we got Colin Kaepernick protests happening at the NFL headquarters, which we'll get to today. We got. It seems like at. You know what? You know what? One thing I can say is I'm starting to see more unity than hate. I am. I am. I mean, even amongst these athletes and football players on social media, I'm starting. Obviously, when hate is put out there, it's put it's put on a pedestal because it's hate. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? People have more to say about hate. It seems like hate than gets they more do. attention than love. It, it gets more attention. That's just social media. That's how it works, kind of. And it's unfortunate that that's the case. But hate gets a lot of attention. But I, I do see more signs of unity rather than I do hate. I do see more people speaking out against hate, although there's definitely still some insufficiencies for, you know, certain types of people out in the world today, whether it be race, whether it be sexuality, whether it be just anything, you know what I mean? Gender doesn't really matter. You know, there's still some uh, discrepancies when it comes to the equality of these different types of people, but I have I, I do want to make sure that I acknowledge the fact that I see more unity than hate myself. Definitely, we're, it's we're, been building up. It's it's building up. Like yeah. I said, these players are more supportive. More players are kind of getting involved with the whole Kaepernick thing, and we'll get into that a little bit later on because I don't want to really start with that. But I do want to start by saying. I see the unity as well because a lot of people talk about the, the you know the division the racial division and the discussions that are going on right now and there's still so many acts of unity out there that I feel like it's got to be brought up somewhere and if it's not going to get brought up nowhere else it'll get brought up here. We'll still talk about, you know, we'll, we'll still push right. we'll still push for equality and things of that sort, but a light does need to be shown on you know, the positive and the unity that is going on. So we'll get more into Kaepernick later on. We'll uh, we'll cover a little bit of Mayweather-McGregor because that's coming up this weekend as well. Ooh-wee. So, yeah, we know we know we got a big fight coming up this weekend, and we've, we've dedicated an entire podcast to that fight already, but we got to revisit that because the time is here, the time is now, and it'll be going down this weekend. But – I want to start off with my man, Jay-Z. So last week, Jay-Z joined the Rap Radar podcast. He joined the Rap Radar podcast, and, you know, I I got to hear a majority of that interview, and he was talking a lot about his new album, 444, but he also had some comments about LeVar Ball and about culture. So I'm going to play a couple of quick clips here. And uh, just so you all can kind of hear what he had to say about LeVar Ball and ultimately what he had to say about the culture. And uh, me and Rodney going to dig in and make it happen. So check this out. The first clip is going to be on LeVar Ball. Check it out. Like your own people doing. I've seen that happen. Like LeVar Ball. I like to talk about other people so it's not a personal thing with me. LeVar Ball, he said, I'm going to start my own company. Everybody's like, you should sign a Nike. Now, he he may go about things wrong. He may have he a big mouth. With everything he, he says. may rub yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. but I bought three pairs. Why did I buy three? <laughs> well, I did. I didn't get them. <laughs> I didn't get them. You All know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> but that man has a vision of his own. Why? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I support him? Right. Why wouldn't I support him? He feels like he can move coach and his son got a big enough name and a big mm-hmm. enough brand that they can do it. Right. Nike had to start somewhere. Yeah. Why do we get so upset when we, us, as a culture, want to start our own shit? That shit is 
puzzling to me. Like I, I sit back and I'm like, this right. makes no sense. Like. So that was what he had to say about LeVar Ball. And before we dig more into that, because we'll, we'll dig into that clip, I want y'all to hear also what he had to say about the culture. Check it out. You know, I'm sure when we walked in, we started Rock Nation. And with they was, everyone looked and said, Universal or, or Def Jam. Like, we built the brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it can't happen. We are culture. Nothing moves without us. We just continue to give it away. And it's cool. Everyone can participate. Nike still works with joy. Right. It's just the nature of our relationship has to change. We have it to like change. We can be in power. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm uh, that was some good stuff because that's a lot of it. It, it, it relates so much to what we do and what we talk about here on the podcast. As you all know, we focus on the intersectionality of sports, politics, and culture. And oftentimes you hear people talk about the intersectionality of sports and politics, especially in right now, today's day and age, today's political climate. You hear a lot about that, but I think the culture, for me, that's why we always do a culture segment. Right. That's why, you know, when we have Akiva on, we do the world according to Kiva with her. But the culture, I think, has so much of an influence on sports and politics that it would be absolutely wrong to not intersect it and place it within the sports and the politics discussion. So first, I just want to start off with um, what he had to say about LeVar Ball. And one thing that I caught that Jay-Z said um, was about him, not just about him starting his own situation and his own deal and supporting him because of that, but he mentioned how LeVar Ball is going about it. Right. And I think for me, that was one of like it caught my attention when he said that because there's many people out there that try and attempt to start their own businesses, try and attempt to start their own situations. And I do believe that we should be very supportive of our people. But he also talked about LeVar's big mouth and how he goes about it. And the reason why it interests me so much, because when you start a business and when you kind of go out on a limb and with the, based on the time, the 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 situation, it's just so many things. Right now, we're obviously in the era of forty five, Donald Trump. Right, yeah. and and I've always said, even on this podcast, I've always said I compare Levar Ball's approach to Donald Trump exactly when it comes to how he gets his attention. You know, being pretty out there with the stuff that he says, which is what Jay-Z was saying. Like, he he may go about it wrong. He may have a big mouth and, you know, he may say some pretty out there things. But it's the it's ultimately what he's trying to do that needs to be focused on. And I love that Jay-Z was able to put it out there and say it like that because a lot of this, especially, you know, in, in, the, in the black community and things of that sort, you know, there's a lot of people who've been successful in the black community gradually. You know what I mean? It's picking up as time goes on. And that's great to see. But also a lot of this is going to be trial and error. And some of it will be influenced by it. Won't, everything won't happen the traditional way that people may know of things working out. And that's when it comes to business. In this case, LeVar Ball's business. You know, he's got a son. He's got sons, I should say, who are all really good ball players. You know what I mean? And they have platforms based on what they do as ball players. But now he's able to kind of create this brand through his sons. And he's trying to 
transcend the culture by doing something different and taking a different approach than just signing on those dotted lines with Nike or signing on those dotted lines with Adidas. And believe me when I say it's going to be some trial and it's going to be some error. There's going to be some approaches that he may take that everybody doesn't agree with. But ultimately, Jay-Z's focus was on the importance that LeVar Ball is trying to do something on his own and trying to do it to transcend the culture. What I think is uh, what LeVar Ball is doing, I support him 100% too because, you know, generally we see a lot of kids, black kids and specifically, grow up without a father. Right. And we have a, a, a black father who is 100% supportive of his kids. Right. He has a lot of confidence in his kids and he puts that confidence into them. You know, his comments about like MJ and Shaq, you know, the, the publicity stunts he does is strictly publicity. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's getting attention out there. It's getting his name out there. And that's what you got to do, especially if you're trying to build a brand. You have to get people to know who you are. Right. And I definitely think everybody, even if you follow basketball or not, knows who LeVar Ball is. A lot of people do. Exactly. <laughs> For sure. A, a lot, lot of people like do. Said, Jay-Z's talking about the man. I mean, that's a big deal in itself. He, Like I said, he's been he's been trending. He's been big in the news and in the media. The media he's been on a lot of these bigger shows and these more well-known shows. He's competing with Ice Cube at the Big 3 basketball team. Exactly. I mean, he's getting himself and his brand out there in every which way that he possibly can. And like I said, I love that Jay-Z was able to admit that the guy made go about certain things wrong because quite frankly he does. I don't agree with majority of the things that right, he says. Right. But I'm putting my focus and my emphasis on what it is that he's doing the big picture. more so more so than what it is that he's saying. And I think that ultimately goes, you know, last week when we talked about Des Bryant and his comments, you know, everybody's not going to have the same approach to reach the same goal. Is that and then also um with LeVar Ball, you know, we 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 talked about this before with like LeBron thinking there shouldn't be a salary cap on players. This also goes hands with this because he could easily let Lonzo sign with a big name uh shoe. For sure. But he'll rather build his own brand. Right. And so I feel like LeBron could have did it. KD could have did it. D-Wade yeah. could have did it. But you know, they got thrown all this money. There's, there's a lot of money, which, yes, I don't know anybody will turn it down, but there's also more money out there. Yes, yeah, more money out there, and money can somewhat, in some ways, suppress, you know, like you said, your ability to be able to go get more money. But I, can, I also understand that it can also add to the risk of you being able to go yeah, get more money. It definitely can. So it's definitely a fine line because money – Definitely, like, you, you got to take risk, you know what I mean? Risk and reward, you know what I mean? Scared money, don't make no money. You, It's all kind of different ways to look at it. But there's also other ways to look at it, like, you know, it, it could be – it could be the end of you. It could you know be a what I mean? Where you could be a shack. I mean, it could be anything. So, right, it's, yeah. so money had money talks too. So money has the power to help you and elevate you, but money also has the power to put you down and put you away if you know somebody with money is speaking and wants to do just that. So, so it's definitely a fine line there. But the respectable part and the commendable part is what Levar Ball is doing. He's taking the risk of. Maybe not making as much money right now today to try to transcend the culture. And that's why I also I'm I'm gonna play this Jay-Z clip one more time on the culture because he he hit on culture and I think, you know, he couldn't have said it better. Check it out. You know, I'm sure when we walked in, we started Rock Nation and with and was, everyone looked and said, Universal or 
or Def Jam. Like, we built the brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it can't happen. We are culture. Nothing moves without us. We just continue to give it away. And it's cool. Everyone can participate. Nike still works with joy. Right. It's just the nature of our relationship has to change. We it have to like change. We can be empowered. That's what I'm saying. And this is why I said when he when he said we are culture, that's why I said that this podcast wouldn't be or wouldn't feel right if we didn't talk about the culture's influence on sports and politics. Right. You know what I mean? And that's why, like I said, wake up and win means so much more than just sports and so much more than just politics. Yeah, we may focus more on sports and culture as well. It, wake up and win can mean so much more than that. But, you know, obviously I'm a sports radio host. Rodney, we're, we're former athletes, have played all our lives. We have interest in this. This is what we do. This is what we talk about. And a lot of people, I mean, we're not the only ones. Right, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Everybody is talking about sports and politics and the culture all day, every day, whether they like it or not, whether they think about it or not, but it's happening. But, like I said, that's even one of the goals and the missions of this podcast to the, is to be able to talk about it and lay it out there. And we ultimately want to help transcend the culture as well. That's why we're willing to talk about it and put ourselves out there and say our opinions and 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 say our realities as well as two young African-American men trying to make a way. And so it, it I, I love that he's able to go and admit that we are culture. It, it we can come together, we can unite, we can help each other out, we can support each other, and ultimately that will make a bigger difference than, you know, one person feeling this way and one person. And right. that's not to say, and like I said, everybody's different. Everybody's different. But if you can keep in the back of your mind, that's why I said I love that he was able to say, you know, I, I bought three pairs of shoes. He may, he may say some out-of-pocket stuff. He may be wrong in his approach. But that's the reason. But the reason I brought his shoes because I know what the ultimate goal is. If I still support him and buy his shoes, right. we're still together. I don't have to agree with him necessarily, but I'm gonna still support him and support his approach and what it is that he's doing. I mean, he's opening up doors for future generations, his own kids, examples for kids in general that you can go out and start your own, and you can yeah. be successful being your own boss. And I'm not saying everybody' dream is to do that, but you know, you shouldn't be limited on what you can go do. And 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 here's the thing. And here's the thing. Even with that being said, I I personally am an an uh, an advocate for education. I'm an advocate for learning. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. I'm an advocate for all that. And it's nothing wrong with taking the necessary steps to get to a specific place. Exactly. You don't have to start off being your own boss. I'm not knocking you if you are. I'm not saying I don't support you if you are. But even in my own case, I I went through schooling and I went through playing ball before I decided to talk about it for a living. I had attempted to play it for a living. I was able to get a college education, have a college career, the whole nine yards. I went through in multiple internships. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's ways to go about it, in my opinion, to – you know what I mean? Help yourself and give yourself more of an advancement in becoming your own boss. But either way, you know, I support people being their own boss ultimately. But so don't take it as be being your own boss. Don't mean you have to become your own boss right, right away. And it, today, everything takes time, and especially if it's worth it. It's going to take time. Absolutely. And and that's why and that's why I wanted to be able to talk about Des Bryant last week in his comments, because he he'll probably come around. You know what I mean? Ultimately, especially right now with the way things are going right now today, we're, we're 
kind of on the right side of history right now as far as being progressive. You know what I mean? So don't shut each other down and each other out just because we may have some disagreements here and there. Now, I'm not telling you to get yourself in a position. Don't I'm not telling you to put yourself in a position to be disrespected. Right. Or I'm not telling you to put yourself in a position that you just quite frankly don't even want to be in. But what I'm saying is patience is definitely going to be a be a virtue because right now is the time where progressives are actually progressing. Exactly. You got to keep an open mind. Yeah. So it's like, you know what I mean? You can still support your people. So like I said, Jay-Z said he bought three pairs, three pairs of big baller brand shoes. And I hope you all the listeners, we got wake up and win merch coming shoes. Quite frankly, I hope y'all buy three shirts. And they won't they won't be five hundred dollars a piece. No, they definitely won't. <laughs> they, they definitely, but let y'all know that right they now. They definitely won't they definitely won't be that. No, nah, that nah, that's very true. They won't be five hundred dollars a piece, but it's time, it's dedication, it's work, and ultimately even selling that you know you know it's not all about money but a lot of it is putting it out there putting the logo out there if somebody sees you with a shirt on that says wake up and win that's a that's a positive message being sent out there exactly because it could be taken in so many different ways you know what i mean so you can win at anything in life that can go to literally every aspect of life yeah and you gotta wake up every day if you're living so you know what i mean is it's 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 and i yeah i'm I'm, quite frankly i am promoting that we got merch coming soon right now it's (laughs) coming it's It's coming coming. it's on the way it's in the process of you know what i'm being being made and situated in the whole nine we do have merch on the way soon but and i like i said the message that we send whether you buy a shirt or not this podcast won't stop you know what I mean? We still want you to come listen to up, listen to the podcast. That's where the ultimate importance is for us, and that's what we put our mind, body, and soul into. We put a lot of hard work and dedication into this podcast, but even still, support your people, support your folks. Let the dollar circulate amongst you and yours. And that, and like he said, he also mentioned something about Jordan, and he's like, that doesn't mean you can't work with Nike. Jordan still is working and right, connected exactly. with Nike. I got Adidas on right now. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not a slight. It's not anything of that sort. But the culture, like you said, ultimately is what moves and pushes everything forward. Like we're we're culture and you got to be able to, you know what I mean, stand up and take pride in the fact that we are culture and ultimately support each other and be confident in the fact that we're culture right, as right. well. Exactly. So, yeah, I, like I said, I just definitely wanted to. Talk a little bit about what Jay-Z had to say because I just felt like it was very important and I understood his message and I feel like he articulated it in such a way where he covered all ends. He wasn't, he mentioned, he, you know, he wasn't being negative towards Nike. He nope. wasn't being, you know what I mean? It wasn't a slight, it wasn't a diss, but the reality of it is we've got a chance and an opportunity to push and move the culture forward. So why not do it? Why not? <laughs> why not do it? So, you know what I mean? We, our ancestors, fought for that you know what i mean and it's up to us to keep it going and fight for the next generations and future generations we got kids grandkids you name it cousins brothers nieces nephews sisters you know what i mean we got all of that and so we want to be able to push the culture forward like people did for us you know what i mean we is in this country even you know what i mean slaves whatever you name it we all know you know this this country has some pretty 
messed up history. I but know, I definitely I feel like I'm in a better position <laughs> yeah. right now than some of my ancestors may have been. And I want to keep that going and put the youth in better positions going forward than I'm in right now. Is that that's what it's really about? It's, it's exactly what it's about. So much respect to Jay-Z on that. Even much respect to LeVar Ball. Like I said, he may say some crazy things, but uh, I respect his movement. I respect what it is that he's doing. And, and, I, and I understand it. I, I understand it. Like I said, you don't you don't have to agree with it to understand it. Right. And, and so the fact that I'm able to understand what it is that he's doing, um, it definitely causes me. And I ain't bought no shoes. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. I'm I, honest, I, I, I don't have five hundred dollars bought shoes. <laughs> that's the big, that's the real big factor of it. I wanna I support you. <laughs> I yeah, I ain't bought no shoes, which is you know what I mean? I ain't bought no shoes, but I still support and respect what it is that he's doing. But yesterday, uh yesterday we had a rally happened out uh, at the NFL headquarters. And we've talked about this uh, previously before that this would be happening. And yesterday it actually happened. And it's just been interesting because if you, if many of you may not have seen last week, there was an, uh, there was a protest. There was um, uh, the Cleveland Browns team, about a dozen of their guys took a stance together. Their other teammates stood over them, hands over their shoulders, hands on their shoulders and, just was in support of what it is that their teammates were doing. And like I said, we we talk about Colin Kaepernick a lot, and we're not going to stop, quite frankly, because it's a big deal right now. But it's just also something that, to me, is very interesting because we don't – If you notice we talk about Colin Kaepernick all the time, but there's usually a different angle on what and how we talk about it. Because it's changing so much as time go on. Yeah. I mean, he's even changing people's view as, as teammates, as oh, well, he doesn't have teammates right now. But as far as uh, colleagues and, 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 I guess, former co-workers or whatever, but a lot of people are switching their views of it because they're seeing that this is wrong. Yeah, this it's, it's wrong. Like I said, a lot of people we're starting to see more unity now. More players stand up and do it, and more players come together and lock arms and hug and do whatever, whatever their form of pro. Because every player isn't taking a knee. Some players got their fist up. Right. You know what I mean? It's all kind of different approaches. Some players got their arm around their teammate's exactly. shoulder rather than having their hand over their heart. So you know what I mean? Is it's just interesting because what he did and 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 what he had the courage to go do, now we're seeing people outside of the football landscape. Like I said, although they did go to the NFL headquarters, I don't think or know or I don't even I haven't even heard of actual NFL players that showed up at exactly. the headquarters. This is all just people. Regular people. Right. Right. And, and the big thing about that is is, you know, we, we have to boycott or, or not necessarily boycott, but we have to stand up and let the NFL know that what they're doing is wrong. Right, yeah. and right now, they're pretty much their message that I'm getting since they don't really have a message is that they support police brutality right. because they're they're punishing Colin Kaepernick for standing up for it. Right. And I, and you know what? I don't. How can I say this? They. It's it's really not about supporting police brutality because it's crazy. I work I work in the sports media industry full time now and it's so much I've gotten to see over just my first few months of doing it but it ultimately comes down to money which then leads into supporting police brutality I get what you're saying because he's doing it for social issues and social injustices right. and things of that sort but the main thing is is money 
Like I really like I really I'm I'm one to believe like I'm you know, I'm always on my toes. I always try to stay sharp. I always try to stay aware of my surroundings, but I'm still more of a innocent than proven guilty kind of guy rather than oh, he's he's white. So he's racist or he you know what I mean? Oh, he he doesn't want to listen to sports and politics. So maybe he's you know what I mean? Some people want to listen to sports topics and watch sports just because of solely the fun and entertainment value in it. Right. I mean, the most popular sports TV station that I've always known of was ESPN. What does the E stand for? The very first letter in ESPN stands for entertainment. Right. So I get it. Like, I get it. Some people look at sports as an outlet from politics. But the reality of it is, and I was talking to somebody about this the other day, where I, where I grew up at and where you grew up at, people had a hoop dream and a maybe a rap or a music dream. That's it. Why? Because a lot of it is what we were exposed to. And when exactly. you see, you know what I mean, a lot of African-Americans on TV and things of that sort, those are the industries that we happen to dominate. And... When you think about it from that perspective, it's not to say that we're limited to just a hoop dream and a rap dream or a music dream or whatever the case may be. But the reality of it is when that's what you see, it's what you know, and it's who we base our role models after. Exactly. You know what I mean? I based growing up a lot of my childhood role models were athletes and rappers. The president wasn't my role model. No. The senator wasn't my role model. It's just that the lawyer truth. that's on TV. That lawyer, you know, none my, of that. I, 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 didn't, I didn't watch the news in my spare time. I'd rather watch a game or go outside and play a game right. and try to imitate Kobe or Shaq or AI. And, uh, like, those weren't our role models growing up. And it's no offense to nobody in those positions. But when you grew up the way that we grew up, we understand to the core of us that growing up, our role models wasn't. Our role models were, I should say, athletes, rappers, you know what I mean? In our neighborhoods, the people that are willing to come through and give back are usually the athletes and the rappers. Right, exactly. I ain't never seen the president in my neighborhood, but I've seen, I've been to E-40 backpack giveaways. I've been to E-40 barbecues at the at the Dan Foley Park in Vallejo, California, right, where exactly. I grew up. You know what I mean? I see even my right now. I see a lot of what my homies do. CJ Anderson, Denver Bronco running football. That's yeah. where I grew up going in attendance. So that's who I based my idols off of was people who would come and relate to me. Exactly. So so when these football players and these athletes or even these entertainers do this, it's not about because it's a, they come from somewhere, too. Right. We know we know a lot of the percentages of and I'm not even going to get into all of the politics of neighborhoods and redlining and things of that sort and why people of color live in specific communities. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to get into all that. But what I am going to say about a lot of these athletes and entertainers and and people that are staking the chance is that they're thrust in the leadership because they made it to a place where majority of people around them and the majority of the people that grew up that they grew up with and have love for and have relationships with and families and friends and ch- they made it to a place that majority of people they've been around for the most of their life want to get to exactly so that kind of thrust them into a leadership position that doesn't even mean that they have to be a leader either once they get there right but the reality of it is they know that they're now in a better position to be able to help the people they came up with or around or the neighborhood they grew up in rather than the people that's there right now. 
So sometimes they feel obligated because of, that's where their loyalty is. That's what they know. They know that specific struggle. Marshawn Lynch is another one. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? They know that struggle to where that's who the kids in the neighborhoods, they knew they grew up looking up to somebody. Exactly. So, so you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's interesting to me because people look at it as an escape. But what you got to understand is these athletes are leaders, in my opinion. And like I said, that doesn't mean you have to be one. Charles Barkley was the, I'm not a role model. You remember he had yeah. that going on in the night. You don't have to be one, but some of most athletes feel obligated to be because they grew up a specific type of way too. And they have this platform that can reach a lot of people. Exactly. They, they, they can really make an influence because it's people that will sometimes say that that athlete or rapper was somewhat of a father figure to them. Yeah, that's who it's they, their role model. That's their role. Yeah, <laughs> so, like it's their role model. Like I said, I grew up. My role models was athletes. My role models wasn't businessmen. Honestly, no. truth, like you know what I mean. Right. Just to be very honest with you, my role model. When I was growing up, my dream wasn't to own my own business. My dream was to go be a pro basketball player. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean. What? Who do you see in the NBA? Majority blacks. You know same, what I mean? Same with the NFL. Same with the NFL. I played all three sports. I, I played baseball, football, and basketball. I wanted to be a pro athlete when I grew up. I didn't want to own a business. And 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 that's I'm not praising it. Like maybe I should have been more business conscious growing up. And I hope that parents start to raise their kids up to be business conscious as they're growing up. And my parents, and that's not to say my parents weren't, but we were heavily invested into sports. Exactly. Like my parents, they they raised me well. I got a good, I, I think I got a good head on my shoulders <laughs> at least. <laughs> but in our communities, the way we came up, we knew sports. You know what I mean? I'm in sports media right now because I grew up and, and got a career in sports. My brother's a rapper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that's your our older, reality. Your, your older brother. My older brother's a rapper, and I support him to the fullest in what it is that he does. But I'm in sports media because I played sports at a at the college level, had had some success playing sports, and was fortunate enough to you know get a college degree with that, and just kind of figure things out. Uh, you know what I mean? It took time, and I had to figure it out as I went. But I figured some things out, and I still got a long way to go to get to where I want to be. But the reality is I work in sports media right now. My brother's a rapper. That's no knock to my parents. You know right. what I mean? That's no, I, I got a good head on my shoulders. My brother's doing good for himself, got a good head on his shoulders. But that's what we got a passion for, and we love to do, and we're doing it. <laughs> and it's what we grew up. Pretty much, that's what we were involved in. It's what we were involved in. So, that's what we could relate to. So so, so when these athletes do these things, people look at it as them. Yeah, they're doing it because they want to be, they, they have a platform to do that. Bigger than most of the people who they're, who they're in this fight for and quite frankly in this fight with. Right, because you know a lot of people try to try to add that social status to if you can talk about it and what you can't talk about. But why not if you have a big platform as Colin Kaepernick? Why not use it to bring shine light on the social injustice that's going on right, right now? Because now you got the NAACP wanting to meet with um, with Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL. Right now you got hundreds of people, hundreds or maybe even close to thousands of people going to the NFL headquarters. Like I said, I don't know of 
any NFL players that was there. I could. I, that's not to say that there weren't any there, but most of these NFL players are getting ready for season right now. They're not at the NFL headquarters yeah. protesting. No, they're not. So it's I don't know game. of, and even yeah. if there was any, I'm pretty sure there was a small amount or a small percentage of professional athletes in comparison to these social justice groups that were there in support of Colin Kaepernick. So that's what I'm saying. Those people can relate to Colin Kaepernick and those people can relate to the injustices that Colin Kaepernick is taking a stance for. So they went to protest for him in support of him because he's supporting them. People who he may have grew up like or similar to or you know what I mean? He So it's a it's a ping pong effect. He's I supporting seen, them. Uh, I seen the sign a man had. It said. He kneeled for us, so we'll stand up for him. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the point exactly. right there. Right there. Exactly. He he used his platform and kneeled for us, so we're going to come to the NFL headquarters and stand up for him. It's a ping pong effect. So that's why I say it's so much bigger than just sports, but the reality is in these types in, in, in communities, majority black communities and inner city communities, our leaders are athletes and rappers. And, and some people may not want to hear that. Some people may think it's ignorant, but at the same time, it's the reality. And like I said, that's not to say business. A lot of our people start thriving businesses off being a former athlete or a current athlete or being a rapper that got to blow up and then figure out how to start a clothing line. Exactly. Or to, you learn as you go, but the reality of it is... Like I said, Jay-Z, somebody who I think is huge for the culture. He's a lot more invested in business now than he is in rapping. You know what I mean? I know he did just drop an album, but we're not hearing. It's rare to hear a Jay-Z album nowadays. Rare to even hear a feature. It's rare to hear a Jay-Z feature nowadays. It's rare to hear a Jay-Z song nowadays. But what got him to this point of being more of a businessman than a rapper? Oh, yeah, the foundation that he wrapped first. Exactly. <laughs> and it worked out for him. Exactly. So so that's why, you know what I mean, it interests me a lot because I think it's so much bigger. I know I understand the entertainment value. I really do. Like I said, I played sports to have fun myself growing up. That was my way of having fun. When I went out and played sports, quite frankly, I wasn't really thinking about the political aspect of things. But I do know what Colin Kaepernick is standing for. I do know that in my everyday life, I've dealt with issues of being maybe wrongfully pulled over by the police. Never been arrested, been pulled over plenty times, been pulled over more times than I received tickets. Not because yeah. I was <laughs> not because I did something wrong either. Yeah, it's been you know a few I mean? cases where you got pulled over and got no yeah, ticket. I, I didn't mm. get off that many times for no reason. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I Maybe I'm, I was you're pretty nice clean. You nice guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But why did I get pulled over in the first place? Exactly. And quite frankly, I'm probably not even gonna. Ask, I mean, I'm gonna ask you why, but I'm not gonna make too big of a deal out of it because I'm trying to get out of here. I'm yeah. trying to go. I'm trying to stay alive. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even trying to. Have have this encounter right now not at all so so is and and i like i said i that's not even the best of police but he is fighting for social justice social injustices systematic oppression things of that sort so it's not even a bashful thing but sometimes we just got to come to grips with, the, with what the reality is and why people move the way that they move sometimes based on their own realities right do you think the NFL is blackballing him right now? The NFL owners? I I do actually, but I but I think it's the motivation is the money. So they think they'll lose money 
out of him to yeah, the team. Yeah, because TV ratings went down. Like I said, we're, right. in, we're in such yeah. a political climate, but you also got to remember that during the time he was doing this, it was during the election time. Like, it's a lot more other factors and reasons you got, even with football, another a discussion about football. Some people think football may not even be here in the next 20 years because of head trauma and head yeah, injury. We're exactly. seeing that become more of a topic of conversation and discussion now. So there's definitely more elements out there than just this protest and what it is that Colin Kaepernick did, but there's so much emphasis being put on what Colin Kaepernick is doing that people think he's the lead or the main reason why ratings may have went down and why money may be being missed out on. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, I think I definitely think he's being blackballed and I don't think he's being blackballed out of just spitefulness or hate, but I do, you know, like I said, money talks. There's still some power in the almighty dollar. So is there a problem with that? Because that means money of course, money is very important. That means money is more important than social issues, right? And and I don't think so. Well, not, like, not, not you personally. My, me personally, but generally, oh, yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Money still talks. Money talks. <laughs> money, yeah. money talks. Money, money make you do crazy money, things. Yeah, yeah. Money money still talks. Money can change you. Money can, can you, you, you can become powerful. Hung like money. Like I said, a lot of these guys give back, but in some ways, you know what I mean? They could. They feel like they got more of a sense of power, too, when they get this money. Yeah, that's true. Like, money has been the driving force to keep kind of the separation from, you know, like I said, I I didn't even get into all of that today. And I'm not even going to, like I said, the redlining and gentrification. A a lot of that is based off of money. We can go hours for that. That's a whole different conversation. But the main reason and the leading factor in being able to make that even become a conversation is money. Money. So money definitely has something and a lot to do with it. And that's why I said if Colin Kaepernick, if ratings didn't go down and, and he didn't do it at a time when people felt like he had an effect on the money, more than likely he'd be playing right now. So, yes, money. I think money definitely has an influence, a, a huge influence, by the way, as to why he's not playing ball and has an influence on um, kind of suppressing social injustices and social issues so i honestly think as long as he he shed a light on it because even if you don't believe in what he's doing you're talking about it right and that's a start being aware of the problem right and so um maybe the nfl won't or he won't get signed again but if he can make a change in in social injustice that's what that's that's why that's why he's still fighting a exactly. good fight for social injustice exactly. right now. Exactly. He's not even I mean, obviously he wants a job. He's training. He he's he's invested his whole life into being a football player. But whether he's rather he's on the field or not, he's still gonna fight for social injustices. People even talk about, oh, he said that he may stand up for the anthem. They, okay, even if he decides to stand up for the anthem, what about all of these organizations that he's giving back to and helping out? That's why I said there's so many different ways and approaches to it. People sometimes get lost in what the ultimate message is, and they try to take away from the message by how people actually do what it is that they're doing exactly. to put that message out there. I hate when people try to piggyback or make up these assumptions like, oh, he's disrespecting the veterans and the people in service. No, 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 no. no. That's not what it is he at all. He's just using that one because he knew that would catch people's attention. And, and yeah, so the, yeah, that's not the case at all. And like I said, people, they look for any excuse to to try to make him look like, 
bad maybe and like i said some people talk about the fact that he said he man he did it and now other people are following suit and he's still active and he was active before he was doing it and trying to help out this issue in any way shape or form that he possibly could exactly so that's why i say you know what i mean people sometimes tend to get caught up in and, and even us sometimes we're humans too get caught up in the approach on how people are attacking the issue rather than the fact that the issue is being attacked and that it needs to be attacked. It needs to. So if we if we let the distraction on, it's more than one way to skin a cat. You know what I mean? Right. It's, you know, and I'm and, I, and that, no disrespect to the animal lovers out there, but that's just <laughs> yeah, clear kinda, that up. <laughs> you can get in trouble for that. Hey. <laughs> we love no disrespect to that. I mean, I you know, I'm, it's it's true though. It's no disrespect to the animal lover. I'm not an animal killer, but the reality of it is, I mean, a lot of people eat animals every day. You know what I mean? But even still, outside of that, is more than one way to attack a situation or attack an issue. So just because somebody may not attack an issue the way that you may not attack an issue, right. don't let that distract you from attacking the issue. Yeah, the over, look at the big picture. The right. big message right. is the issue. It's the issue. Not how you attack it. It's the issue. It's the issue. That's what the pick. That's what the ultimate picture is. And like I said, that's why I respected Jay-Z being able to admit that, yeah, LeVar Maul might be wrong, but... What he's doing, he's he's pushing the culture. He's trying to transcend the culture. And that's ultimately, ultimately the bigger issue at hand right now and the situation that needs to be more invested in and focused on rather than what it is that he might say on Colin Cowherd's show. And like I said, I, I, I don't agree with a lot of the things that he says, but I understood where Jay-Z was, com- Jay-Z was coming from when it came to um, LeVar Ball attempting to transcend the culture. But now I, we got to get in. We got a couple more things we're going to get into, and we're going to get through them quickly. We got, we're two days away from Mayweather McGregor. Ooh-wee. Two days away. Now, I know we've talked about it, and, and, and we've opened up the discussion about, you know what I mean, the political climate of these two and things that they may say. And, you know, it's, 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 it's it's tough. You know what I mean? It's yeah, really tough. Yeah. Like I said, in my industry, I talk about it on radio. We'll be talking about it tomorrow on the radio show because it is the big event happening this weekend. And I know, you know, it's it's hard to it's it's almost like sending mixed messages when you think about some of the things that they've done and some of the things they said and still being able to support and watch the fight. And and I, I, I still, like I said, I, I disagree with a lot of those messages. I'll probably be watching the fight myself. Probably. But, I, but like I said, gradually the discussion and the conversation is what's more important to maybe getting them to think about it the next time they may or may not fight. We may not see the time come. It may not. They may not think about it until after they're done fighting. Right. You know what I mean? It, it just may not happen that way. But we we'll never run away from the conversation at hand. That's for sure. But I'm 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 Mayweather all the way. I ain't gonna lie. Mayweather gonna win. <laughs> Mayweather's <laughs> winning that fight. Oh yeah, easy. And how it, many rounds? It might it might go twelve rounds. Just the type of fighter Mayweather is. You know, he's a defensive fighter. He is fighting somebody that's never boxed in a professional boxing match. But the way the style of 
of boxing that Mayweather does is defensive. He's a real all-around boxer. A lot of people want to see brawls, but he's a boxer. He's going to defend. He's going to counterpunch. It's not going to be an all-out brawl, so it might go 12 rounds, but it's going to be easy so win. So do you think it's going to go 12 rounds, though? You think it's going to go the distance? Would McGregor, you put your money on it going 12 rounds? No, I would not put my money okay. on it going. I think Mayweather can knock him out, to be completely I honest. I, I think he can knock, And I think he should knock him out. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. Quite frankly. I, mean, I want to see it. it. I want to see him knock him out. But I think McGregor is just he's not going to last. Cause he's not yeah. used to going twelve rounds. It's a different. Anyway. It's a different dynamic of fighting. Right. You know what I mean. He's used to UFC, MMA, mixed martial. This ain't none of that. This is, they throwing them hands. Mayweather is a lot more experienced, a lot more skilled at the art of boxing rather than being able to twist somebody into a pretzel or kick somebody upside right. the head or you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. it's just it's just two to uh two different dynamics. And so I think Mayweather will get it done in. I don't even think it goes half the distance. I think it'll be over with in less than five rounds. But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it went the distance because I agree with you. Mayweather is smart. Mayweather's not eager to go knock this man out. Mayweather is eager about winning the fight. And if going the distance is the is the road that he has to take to win the fight, then he'll do that before he attempts to knock the man out. Right. But, Based on the skill sets and based on the ability and based on the experience of these two, I think Mayweather is going to see multiple opportunities and have multiple opportunities to be able to knock this guy out. And he's such a good fighter. He's such a good boxer that when the opportunity presents itself, he'll more than likely capitalize on it. And and I'm really big on respect. Other than just being a Mayweather fan, just respect of the game of boxing, how McGregor thinks he can just go from UFC and go to the boxing match and fight the best fighter in that weight division. I mean, yeah, that's almost disrespecting the sport of boxing to to think you can just easily win this uh, fight. So I'm big on respect. So that's just like if an NFL player said, I can go play a game in the NBA and do and do great. I can hang with the big dogs. No. Yeah, no, it's not that easy. Right. Dog. So I, I definitely I'm big on that. So I do want to see Mayweather win because of that factor. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Because I, I do feel like if he lose, that hurts the sport of boxing. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts big it's time. The reality of it is if Mayweather loses, it enhances UFC, but it definitely hurts the sport of boxing. So, uh, we'll we'll probably be talking about that again next week too. So we'll we I'm just glad we got to kind of put our predictions out there and say what we felt about the fight that's coming up this weekend. Like I said, we'll probably recap it next week because obviously this is a humongous fight. But lastly, before we get out of here, Rod, who won? Who got the better end of this trade deal? Kyrie Irving to the Celtics. Isaiah Thomas, Drake, Cow- uh, Jay Crowder. Excuse me. What is it, Auntie Zizek? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Either way, Auntie Zizek and um, Brooklyn's, first, Brooklyn's round. first round draft pick all went to Cleveland. Kyrie Irving went to Boston. Who got the better end of the deal? I think they both won the trade deal. I think they both won. But I think the Cavaliers won just a little bit more because of the fact that they got that first round pick Yeah, for the future. They got Jay Crowder, who's a great role player. And, right. and also Isaiah Thomas. And because of, of that, Kyrie wanted, wanted to leave. Yeah. And we all know bad blood and bad chemistry in the locker room would translate to the court. Yeah, for sure. You had to get rid of them. And to get somebody as good as Isaiah Thomas to replace him, and you already yeah. got D. Rose as a backup, your point guard tandem is great. Yeah. And you added some to the bench with Jay Crowder. 
and they could get D-Wade. I think Cavaliers is winning this offseason as far as the circumstance. So now my question to you is long-term who wins the deal because I agree the Cavaliers – put themselves in a great position. They have more depth now. They couldn't have they just couldn't have gotten a better deal um than what it was that they got. You still got a superstar point guard in Isaiah Thomas. I consider him to be a superstar. I mean, he 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 was what he was the he was the top MVP candidate out the Eastern Conference this year. Exactly. He was the top uh MVP candidate out the East. He led that team to be the f- top team in the Eastern Conference in the regular season. Top 3 took NBA him, took him to a conference championship, which also I do feel kind of bad and it makes me um feel a little bit better about what people like Kevin Durant do when they choose and decide to go where it is that they want to go because this man played through the death of his sister. His sister passed away and he continued to play for that team and give his heart and soul to that team. Yeah. There's fans burning his jersey. That's crazy. He Crazy. didn't even he didn't leave. He got traded. He got traded. He <laughs> had no control over that. And you, Some people <laughs> are trying to flip stories and say that guys in the locker room may not have liked him. He's a leader. Everybody's not going to like him. He's your best player on the team. Everybody's not going to like them. Right. He, he may have a little bit more of an attitude and an edge than some of these players, but I just it's hard for me to believe that he was destroying that team with as much that he did for that organization and being who he was. Like I said, he he came out and put his heart and soul into that team, even through the death of his sister. And so that's why, like I said, I don't feel bad for the league or for fans or for anybody else when these players choose and decide to go play elsewhere when they get the opportunity to choose and decide to go play elsewhere because when you think of the business side of things they pick and choose where you go and don't go as well so when you get the opportunity to have your own freedom to do so take advantage of it now i'm telling players to take i'm actually supporting super teams now when you see things like that Right. When you see guys like Isaiah Thomas get traded and you see, like you said, people burning jerseys, that goes to show me that industry is all business. And all I, business. I knew that already, but it's just, it's just, you know what I mean, reiterating how much of a business that it really is after what Isaiah Thomas was able to do for that organization. I think long term, though, the Celtics definitely won because they do have Jalen Brown, who's very young. They yeah. still have Jason Tatum was very young and then Kyrie is young and Gordon Hayward is, is not yeah, too old Gordon, Ray, Gordon Hayward I think is the sleeper a lot of people really yeah. don't understand how good Gordon Hayward is he's a phenomenal scorer he's a two way player he can defend and he was able to in my opinion take a very mediocre Utah Jazz team and thrust them up into one of the better teams in the Western Conference. I think what he was able to do for that organization in a conference as stacked and loaded as the West End, I think he's going to go to the East. And he's and he's go, and he's playing somewhere where he's comfortable because he's playing with his ex college coach um, and Brad Stevens. So it's not like he's just completely leaving his comfort zone. He knows who he's going to play with. He's playing with his former college coach. It's, it's a too good of a position for right. him to be in and for him to thrive and succeed in the Eastern Conference, especially because I also think LeBron James after this year, even regardless of what just happened in this deal, it will be gone. And I think he's going to go to the West next year. I think he's going to go play with the Lakers next year. 
Um, obviously, he, he can pretty much choose to go anywhere, but I know his agent sources say that his agents have already reached out to the Lakers. I, I, I saw him miss the ESPYs to go watch Le, uh, Lonzo Ball killing in the uh, NBA Summer League. Yeah, I caught, I caught on to that as well. And he has a house. He lives in L.A. already in right. the offseason. So I just – and I think that – He's another one of those guys having a power struggle because LeBron has had so much power throughout his career, and now he's making so much money, and he's so you know invested in his greatness that he's having somewhat of a power struggle with the owner over there, and I just don't think that relationship is going to be mended enough for LeBron James yeah, to choose not. to stay in Cleveland, especially because he already did what he was sought out to do, and that was to bring a championship to his hometown. So I just think that in the long run, Boston got the better deal. As long as LeBron James is playing for Cleveland, though, Cleveland will always have the better deal because always. they have LeBron. <laughs> and I will still say that even with that, Cleveland couldn't have gotten a better deal in trading Kyrie Irving than what it was that they got. So I agree that it was a win-win both ways. Long-term, I could see the Celtics running the Eastern Conference. Short-term, I could see Cleveland still being a competitor in the East. But guess what? And this year, still winning the East. Guess what, though? What? Warriors is still going to win. And that's the... <laughs> they still, they, oh, Cavs did good, but they're still a long shot from winning hey, the finals. Hey, listen, and on that note, we're going to close out the podcast <laughs> because you couldn't have said it better, and the Warriors will win. As long as that team is assembled the way that it is, the Warriors will win. But I'm glad that you all tuned in to the Wake Up and Win podcast, this week's edition of the Wake Up and Win podcast. And I'll only leave you the way that I know how to, and that is to uh, stay woke and go win. You know, I'm sure we...